0: Welcome to the WorkSmart Club podcast hosted by Dr. Cynthia Howard, executive coach and Lean Sigma Black Belt, and brought to you by WorkSmart Consulting. Inside of you is the power to transform your world. You just have to unleash your potential. Get ready for strategies you can use right now. Leadership leverage you need. All know about the hit song in 1965 by Otis Redding and then Aretha Franklin in 1967. R E S P C T, Find out what it means to me. Yeah, baby. We are going to talk about respect at work. We all agree that respect is important, but I believe it's misunderstood. So I thought I would talk about this today because it's one of those topics that really needs a refresh every now and again. Aretha Franklin was on to something when she said, find out what it means to me. So let's Explore why respect is so important, what it looks like, and how to build it into your culture. Not too long ago, I worked with a group that was stuck in a cycle of bullying, gossip. People were late for meetings. They didn't show up, but they wanted it to be different. And I was hired to help them make that transformation. So as I worked with this group, many of whom were directors and managers, 50% of the people that I worked with were either late, and I'm talking 7, 10 minutes, 15 minutes late, or they didn't show up at all. And those people that did show up, I asked them why they were late. And they stumbled over their words and made excuses. One person finally said, well, everybody's late. It's how we roll. Well, I explained to him that it discounted our work together, and it made me feel unimportant. And I asked him how he felt when someone did that to him. And he admitted, it makes him angry. He said, it's not pleasant. I don't like it. And he realized just how it felt because I explained to him what it was like for me. And he admitted that it really wasn't a practice that he wanted to continue. But since everyone else was doing it, he didn't know how to handle that. When that same group, there was also gossip, and I'm talking very malicious gossip, spreading rumors and some outright lies about people's behavior, about people's intentions, about people's motives, so that even the leaders were mumbling under their breath, accusing people of lying. It was really a challenge to try and get through to people because there was this undercurrent of destruction. So they had this culture now that was filled with destructive behavior. People had stopped caring. And what leaders don't really understand is that this is a death spiral for productivity and profit. And I was really happy on the one hand that this group did want things to be different because we worked on that and it has a very happy ending. That group did turn around, standards were reestablished. It took a little bit of time, but it didn't take as much time as people thought. But basically, when I did my initial assessment, I let the leaders know that there was a lack of respect in general, a lack of respect for both authority, time, and then also each other. So I think we all know when respect isn't there. In this instance, it's really obvious. We can see and feel what disrespect is, but respect itself is maybe more elusive. And I did a deeper dive into what it is, and I just want to talk about it. So let's define what respect is. And here's what a few different dictionaries say about the meaning of respect. One says that it's the deference to authority. And this is probably what we all think of. I'm going to give respect to the office, not to the person. I may not like the person, but I respect their position of authority. And in reality, after doing this, that's not really respect. That's more like tolerance, which is very different than respect. So when I explored the etymology of the word or the root, where it comes from. When I was in my graduate training, we did this a lot, and I've really enjoyed learning etymology. So from Latin, the root, spectere, means to look, and the re means again. So respect means to look again. So in that way, respect is an action verb, which signifies an effort for us to look at someone until we find something to admire so it's a desire to elevate the relationship through admiration now i'm not talking about idolization i'm talking about admiring someone looking again to find something that you admire And in reality, we all have something, we all have a strength, we all have something unique about us that we can admire. And when the standard, i.e. respect, translates into admiration, we can all find something in each other that we admire. And when we do that, we elevate that relationship to one of appreciation for each other, to one of value for each other. This is so much more than tolerance. So what happens if we admired someone for their achievements, but what about those achievements that aren't so obvious? What about that person that very quietly goes and connects with those people that feel left out or that brings coffee to someone just to say, hey, I thought you would appreciate this, who seeks to bring out the best in people by not jumping the gun and listening actively to find out what is really important to them. So these things are going on every day in the workplace and even in your personal relationships, yet they don't tend to get acknowledged. And perhaps you can rethink of respect as a way to acknowledge these small yet powerful and profound behaviors. So in most work cultures today, respect or admiration is withheld until those achievements are obvious and considered, quote-unquote, a big deal. So part of respect is not just the attitude toward other people, but it's an acknowledgement that these small behaviors toward each other, the quality of our interactions the quality of our relationships becomes an important strategic objective. It's not just the outcome that matters, but it really is how one goes about achieving that outcome. So another definition of respect, think about this, an attitude of consideration, holding someone in high regard. So the last two are really helpful because when you hold somebody with the highest and best intention. It means that you attribute the highest and best attention to their behavior. And so that prevents escalations of conflict. So rather than immediately assuming that person was malicious when they didn't acknowledge you at the meeting, or they forgot to give their report, or in some way did something that may have discounted you, instead of immediately assuming that they did that on purpose, you're going to assume the highest and best intention and recognize that, yeah, you yourself sometimes do that and you didn't mean to. So you're going to continue to operate on a high level with that person, maintaining a positive relationship and enabling healthy communication. So respect is that standard that allows you to do that because if respect, true respect, is really a standard within your company and a value that you hold important, you're going to look for what you can admire in that individual, meaning you're going to just look beyond these small things that people might do. And sometimes you might even look beyond big things that people do, because it just isn't going to advance the ultimate agenda, which is progress. Now that doesn't mean if people hurt you, that you continue to be a doormat for them. But what I'm talking about is if someone is consistently hurtful, then you have an obligation to that person to let them know, when you do this, it makes me feel like that. And then if they continue to discount you, then you don't interact with them. But you don't have to rise up and become angry and obviously aggressive towards them. You can still respect them, meaning look at whatever the positive things are about that person and just ignore the rest. That says a whole lot about you. And I can promise you that other people are watching And when they see you do that, it gives them permission to also do that. So respect is the act of admiring or holding someone in esteem. It is the ability to value someone. That's what esteem means. It's appreciation for those things that they do well. It's not ignoring the things that they don't do well, but you're not focused on that. So this brings us to another question. Can you respect someone without liking them? Not too long ago, I was in another training and someone brought up the fact that, you know, I just want to go and do my job. I don't have to like the people that I work with. And that just struck me, just very dramatically. It struck me because I've heard that over the years. In fact, that has been a common theme. And my thought was, number one, how can you not like someone that you don't know? And most people at work don't really know each other. They don't know what their favorite color is. They don't know what they really believe. Most people don't talk about values and what's really important to them, how they might change the world if they were able to push a button. To talk those deeper Issues. Most people grumble and complain with each other, and that's about it, and they gossip. So what I'm asking you as a challenge is to rethink that thought, if you've had that thought. Well, first of all, you can dislike people's behavior without disliking them, and so it is possible to respect a person in whose behavior you don't really like. You can find a way to admire something in that individual, even though their behavior does not reflect something you would do. So liking people has more to do with an attitude we hold toward them. So if you think to yourself, I don't like that person because you don't appreciate how they operate, they come in late, they might not clean up after themselves, they might have a different opinion than you do about various world events. I don't think that's really disliking them. That might be disagreeing with them. And the reason I want to make this distinction is because how we operate toward other people says more about who we are as an individual than it does about the individual. But those vibes that we're giving off in the workplace are what trash the culture, because that vibe then, just like a perfume and a scent that floats through the air, it floats through the air and it sticks to people and it becomes contagious negativity has 10 times the power than positivity 10 times yes indeed that's why i think in cultures there should be a zero tolerance for gossip there's just no reason for gossip and it really should be shot down because as soon as one person starts it it just goes through the entire operation and next thing you know people are acting differently to each other without even knowing why. And it becomes more than awkward. So we know now that respect is a way to value and admire people. So when you hear this, show some respect, respect your elders, you don't have to like me, but I demand your respect. I don't know about you, but my mother actually said that very much when we were growing up and maybe yours did too. And that was a thing. Okay. But in reality, we have to choose to respect. We can't have that demanded of us. And this is part of what I want to challenge you to. Tolerance and indifference toward people is not respect. And in fact, tolerance and indifference is experienced by people and it is hurtful. So when you can respect someone, you are simply finding something in them that you can value, just as you would hope that they would do the same for you. So respect is not politeness, and it is a way to look and look again until you find something that you admire in that person. So in all my years of working with business leaders and executives and different companies, I hear their frustration about not meeting targets and having disappointments in their missed goals. And when I explore the root cause, it doesn't have to do with the strategic objective. It has to do with how that was rolled out. And it usually boils down to miscommunication and finally a lack of caring or this indifference that sets in, that starts to define a culture. And that is where we are today, this big ball of indifference that has taken over many departments and organizations. And it shows up in numbers like the great resignation, like the lack of engagement, or the high burnout in a very short period of time for leaders. So I would challenge everyone to rethink respect and to consider that the standard of relationships at work be actually held up as a core competency. And this is part of emotional intelligence. And I think respect goes into that, that the relationships within people at work need to be healthy That doesn't mean that you don't have debate. It doesn't mean you don't have outright disagreement. In fact, that is a good sign that you are having innovative, substantive thinking going on when people disagree. But they disagree in a healthy way. And if you have the attitude that I don't have to like you, then you're not going to have healthy disagreement. Your debate is going to fall to a low standard and it becomes personal. And as soon as things become personal, you lose performance. You lose the focus on where it needs to be. And that is, what are the performance standards that we need to hold? And a healthy conversation needs to be one of those performance standards. So back to the group that mentioned, I don't have to like the person in order to work with them. We were doing a training on emotional intelligence and I talked about caring, respect and optimism and how these skills are actually part of high performing teams. And these skills all speak to a certain attitude. So I believe when you step outside of that idea that liking someone and respect can be mutually exclusive, you can start to understand that, in fact, they can't be. You have to be able to like people in general, but dislike behavior. So I find it so interesting that respect, relationships healthy communication are all called soft skills. That is not true. In fact, they're the hardest skills that people will develop. And very often it is the Missing link between consistent performance and inconsistent performance. It is in the way that we relate to each other through our humanity as human beings. There is so much discontent at work and part of it has to do with the lack of willingness to accept the fact that we are all human beings. So I really do want to hear your thoughts about respect, how this Podcasts may have helped you open your eyes, broaden your perspective on respect, and what you might choose to do in your own workplace that's going to elevate this idea and standard of respect, which is going to automatically elevate your conversations and your interactions with people so that they become at a higher level. Because quite frankly, if you cannot value each other, you're not going to value new ideas. And if you don't value new ideas, you're not going to get beyond mediocrity and status quo. Innovation is the ability to see connections between things that weren't seen before. And if you are in a biased mindset where you think, oh, I don't have to like the person, but I can respect them, that's a biased mindset. You're not going to step out of that place of status quo. So I believe that respect, And healthy relationships are levers, levers that jumpstart organizations. Now, back to the original organization that I was working with that had this very destructive culture, they are turning around and their mindset is shifting out of personality to performance. And it's really interesting because progress and our ability to make progress is one of the most important needs that we all have. Just think about a typical day to you. What ends up being your ideal day? It's not whether or not you have nothing to do, but it's when things go well. It's when you can make progress and you can move forward. And part of that involves your ability to problem solve. Well, if you can't value people's ideas, if you can't see new connections, if you are stuck in a biased mindset, you're not going to be able to problem solve. And problem solving is one of the major needs today among leaders and workers and staff. The ability to see connections where maybe connections weren't obvious. So let me know how you're going to use respect. This is your challenge for this week and this month. You can even make it a year challenge that says respect is going to become a standard an operational standard, a core competency, and define respect with a little broader brush than just tolerating each other's differences. And if you want to build a high-performing team, schedule a consultation go to worksmartthinkdifferent.com, click on the work with us tab, and you will get to my scheduler. And let's talk about how we can transform your team. And until next time, stay energized and be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to the WorkSmart Club podcast. We love our listeners and want to hear from you. Please join us at worksmartclubnetwork.com stay connected and subscribe to our show so you never miss any of the content. Leaving us a positive review lets everyone know we add value. We thank you for it.